What's going on, guys? It's your boy Jordan Richards here back again for another episode of the Real Life Podcast. As I said, I'm your host, Jordan Richards. If this is your first time listening, please make sure you rate, review, and subscribe if you like the show because that's what helps me get more exposure, gets more people to see my shit, and that would be really dope, to be honest. I know it's been a minute. I know it's been a long time since I made a podcast. It's been almost three weeks. I'm sorry. What, what else do you want me to say? I'm sorry. You know, I've been a little bit busy. Um, as I mentioned last time, I'm trying to get back into the gym. I was doing a pretty good job. I think I was going about four times a week, which was pretty good for me. You know, when I start, I usually try to go four times a week, then build to five times, then build to six if possible. Of course, you need rest days. You need all these things, but that's just where my head's at. That's what's worked for me in the past and kind of where I wanted to start back up again. It's been a long time for me. It's been a real long time since I was actually in the gym. Um, so that was kind of tough, but unfortunately for me, you know, I live in Toronto in, uh, the province of Ontario for those listening down in America. Uh, we've been locked down, you know, our COVID cases haven't been getting any better. And so the government decided, you know what, uh, fuck you guys. We're just going to shut this shit down for 28 days. And so now everything's closed again. So the routines people were trying to build, um, there was kind of momentum in some respects for, the small business economy, and they decided, you know what, uh, things are getting too bad, people aren't listening, too many cases, so that's it, um, everything's getting kind of shut down, which is shitty, because in a lot of ways, things were getting a little bit better, um, the biggest problem with the shutdown is that big business that already has tons of money is obviously open, because they're deemed essential, and small business is suffering, struggling, and now for 28 days, basically nobody can work again, which is, again, just kind of ruining the economy in a lot of ways. But I'm not an economist. I'm not forecasting. I'm not projecting. It's just my personal thoughts of what I've seen. And whether it's gyms, salons, barbershops, you know, other small businesses that are trying to stay afloat, literally there's not a whole lot they can do at this point. Government doesn't have money probably to bail them out. They're looking for ways to subsidize their income. It's just, it's not looking good. So I don't think that the other side of this 28 days is going to be pretty, but hopefully at the end of it, you know, we have some semblance of a stable economy that we can kind of lean on to help build for small businesses and other people to flourish because part of it too is just about being able to get on your toes, you know, start kind of crawling again, walking, and then finally gaining momentum in, uh, in business and when you're constantly up and down, shut down, non-shutdown, okay, we're open now. And then we go back into shutdown mode. It's just, it just kills momentum. Like, and then on top of that, you know, the vaccine rollout has been just honestly, it, I, I don't know how to describe it other than atrocious. Um, it's, it just doesn't make any sense because for so long we've seen people getting vaccines, um, signups being done all over the world. And for whatever reason, they're having trouble getting people vaccinated here. Um, I, I don't really, I don't really understand it. I've heard people who'd been vaccinated in December. Now, the gentleman I'm referring to in particular was a doctor, so it makes sense for him to get vaccinated early. But now, you know, you think that the public at large would be receiving vaccines because that's one of the ways we're going to stop the spread of the virus is to get people vaccinated. So there's less spread, there's less infection, and then thus less transmission. And so. For me, with a bit of a science background, I'm kind of like, that just kind of makes perfect sense. If people are hesitant to get the vaccine, that's fine. I understand that. But in the same token, if people want to get it and it's available, why is it that we see pictures and videos of literally vaccine lines completely empty? Like they should be flooded with people 
we see more people trying to get into Walmart than we see people trying to get the vaccine. Why is that? I don't know. It's very difficult to explain. Now, again, I would understand if it was we're only letting so many people here because if we just let everyone come and get a vaccine, that's not going to help. That's going to create another area where infection can spread. Okay, I get that. But when there's really not much of a plan until I think, you know, somewhere around two to three weeks ago, we've gotten some of our older citizens, 60 plus, 70 plus vaccinated, which is good. Um, Their excuse has been, well, we're having trouble getting them here to get vaccinated. Okay, well, then go to them. We've seen other countries do that. So I just don't really understand the purpose behind it. Um, It's it's very, very frustrating and infuriating in a lot of ways for I'm sure a lot of people, not just me, to see how poorly it's been rolled out, how little information I think as well we've seen from the government to help us kind of understand what their plan is, if they have a plan, like recently their new plan for this lockdown was to call it an emergency break, which is basically just a stupid PR stunt. I just don't understand it. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But yeah, let's get off this tangent. Um, What have I been up to? I mean, I haven't been up to much. I've been mostly just chilling at home. Um, Like I said, I went to the gym, which was cool. And then I decided that I went go out like did like a little outdoor workout, played some football with friends today, which was cool. First time I've done that all year. But yeah, it's been mostly uh, working on this, this not secret project anymore, but I was working on this new series that I'm putting together with my buddy Ray. And uh, he owns Destination Devi, which is a company and um, mostly a YouTube channel focused around fantasy football. And then as well, he has his subscribers for Patreon and all these things. But Basically, this big fantasy football empire, and I'm just his second in command. And we we wanted to put together a new show idea for the YouTube channel. Um, Not quite a spinoff, but just something different. And so we called it the Black Box Show. And so for basically the past two to three weeks, that's what I've been kind of working on. We've been slowly putting together the marketing material, trying to get the show concept down, how we're going to shoot it, Um, because he lives in Texas. So not easy to shoot. Uh, a video or a show with someone who lives in another country. Uh, We got to do it all over the internet, but we found a way to make it work in a really cool, creative way. And so I'm really excited to share it with people. Um, Basically, it's going to be centered around sports, um, but we're also going to talk about culture, um, whether that's, you know, in society and then as well, life, you know, like there's a lot of things that I talk about on this podcast that I think may get brought up in some respects on the show because he for a long time has been just grinding at this YouTube game, fantasy football, whatever, on top of his regular job. And obviously there's a lot of stress and pressures that go with that. Being a content creator is not easy, whether you're podcasting, making videos, um, kind of whatever your passion is, whichever lane you want to choose, just not easy to do, not easy to stomach in a lot of ways. It's just a lot of hard work, a lot of grinding, a lot of late nights. And um, this show was kind of a way, I think, in a lot of ways for him to do something a little bit different. And he's been very much wanting to find something that's just not so sports related. It could just be us talking about how great we think a player is or talking about basketball for once. Like I, I think there's just a little bit of fatigue there. And so this provides an outlet for both of us to just do something completely different. Uh, It's going to be sports, life, culture. Uh, The very first episode is going to drop on Tuesday, and it's going to be on his YouTube channel. I can drop the link to that in this show. But it's going to be really, really cool. And I think the way that I chose to put it together is also very different from how most people would expect it. 
again, it's not easy to put something like this together when, you know, we basically can do it on the phone, but we have to figure out a way to make it seem like we're talking face to face. And that was kind of the whole idea behind the show in the first place. And so the really cool thing about what makes this show so great is I think just the freedom that it allows both of us. Um, We've been friends for well over a year now. And to kind of look back on where our relationship has grown from where we started and to now, it's in a lot of ways, I view it as a reflection and an extension of kind of our everyday conversations. Like the amount of times he'll tell me a crazy story about his kids or I'll talk to him about, you know, my girlfriend, Rhea or whatever, um, just kind of sharing stories with each other about things that aren't sports related because we're human beings. We're people who are deeper than that. And in so many ways, this show is kind of like a back and forth between our regular everyday sports banter and the things that we actually talk about, whether that's me giving him advice on things that he's doing or him giving me advice based on some of the things that he's done in his past or some of the things that he sees me doing currently that he would maybe do differently or just, again, give me some constructive criticism because I'm not the person that's going to shy away from that. And that's one of the things that I think brought us closer together in the first place was that he was never afraid to learn something from me. He was never hurt or felt disrespected if I told him that he could do something better. And that forced me to accept that same level of criticism because if I'm going to give him a certain level of criticism, I have to be willing to accept that in return when he points in my direction, right? And that's kind of where the Black Box show came from was it wanted it was us wanting to talk about a little bit more than sports, a little bit more than just what we do on a regular basis because we talk football all day every day. And that gets tiresome, you know, it's not easy to just continuously talk about the same type of thing over and over. And while we both love football a lot, we both talk, like we'll talk about the NBA. I'm so excited that baseball's starting up again. Um and maybe we'll talk about baseball, who knows. I know he doesn't know much about it, but I think, you know, for the right conversation it could it could be brought up and I think that's what's great about the show is it's so open-ended and if something's going on in the world we can talk about it and we won't feel so restricted because we're normally talking about football and that's kind of the best part about this show is that it's not going to be what his subscriber base is used to but I think that the openness the honest nature of it um, how genuine and real the conversations will be will gravitate to people and I think we'll show a lot of people, a different perspective. They didn't know that Ray or I was willing to show on the same YouTube channel. Like it's kind of just like a a spinoff, a side project, something completely unrelated, but still under the same umbrella, still trying to fit within the same client base. So that was like basically my last three weeks or so was putting all that together, um, trying to make sure that it was perfect. We ended up having to shoot it three times. So Think about that for a minute. You know, it's like this new idea. We're super excited for it. We have a script. We're going to talk about our top five goats, like greatest athletes of all time. We want to talk about, you know, this player, that player. We have this heated discussion. And then all of a sudden, he looks at the footage and it's like, ah, damn, my stuff wasn't working. My audio was bad. Jay, I'm really sorry. No problem, Ray. You know, this is new experience. We're shooting it a new way. It's not going to be the first try. So what happens? We decide that we're going to go about it the next day. So that was this past Wednesday. And so same thing, you know, it's the same conversation. It's not like we're completely revamping it because we already shot it. We just literally go about it again. Everything's set up. The set's done. The cameras are rolling. Another 45 minutes goes by. Boom. Oh, we're done. 
That was great. Better than the first one. Thank God this is over. Two days in a row shooting the same conversation. Damn. And then he goes, checks the footage again, and he notices his camera had like some autofocusing issues. And so it was like really blurry and it was like kept trying to fight focus and all these different things that were going wrong. And so he's like, Jordan, I'm sorry. I don't know what's going on. I just, I can't, for whatever reason, it, it just won't work. At that point, even for me, I was like, damn, man, like, come on, this show, it could be so good. That episode was so good, but we couldn't use it because as much as it's going to be a podcast, um, it's going to be a show as well. We didn't call it the Black Box Podcast, which ironically enough will have uh, its own, like a, a separate podcast with the same name coming out. It will be, I think, on the same day as ours, which is hilarious. And so we ended up again Wednesday night shooting the exact same episode about 20 minutes, like we took about a 20 minute break and just reshot the whole thing. And so that was, man, a daunting task. And then I have to edit the whole thing. So a conversation that I actually spoke three times, and then I have to edit that said conversation, um, mix the audio together, do the video, color it, all that stuff. Um, It definitely took a bit of a toll on me to kind of just hear the same thing over and over. But, you know, we got it done. We put it together. Uh, people seem really hyped for it. We did a little bit of promo for it on Twitter, all that. And uh, I, I'm really, really excited for it. So if, you, if you're listening to this, um, I'm going to put the link in the description. It's going to come out on Tuesday. Um, so I would highly suggest that you guys check it out. I think it's a different side of me as well, if, you, if you're not as familiar with my work in some ways. But if you listen to this podcast, I'm a lot more open here than most people would get from me anyways. So it may be just kind of what you'd expect, but... It's just uh, different than most people have seen from me. And so from that standpoint, I'm pretty excited for people to see it. But I do want to talk about the irony of someone having the exact same name of a show that happens to be dropping on the exact same day. Now, I'm not trying to claim that me and Ray had this idea like, I don't know, months ago or even a year ago, but it is kind of crazy to think that the universe works in like these weird, weird ways. Not to say that this name is super original. We were just brainstorming random names. He thought of it. I was like, that sounds kind of cool. And so we just put it together. Like the show came together in I think a month. So it wasn't like this super drawn out process, but probably like three or four days ago, one of my friends sent me this random promotion and this thing was called the Black Box Podcast. Now we decided to call ours um, the and then BLK and then BOX and so basically I have three letters for black three letters for box so it looks really good um, for the promotional material for the what is it for the podcast art all of that it's just so it looks very congruent and put together when you put the black box show um, we didn't want to do podcast because we didn't want to restrict it to that it was going to be filmed as if it was more than just a podcast But ironically enough, there is this other two individuals who have been planning and shooting the Black Box podcast for, I think when I did some research on it, it was like at least six months to a year in the making. And so I just think that's really funny. Like the chances of that happening with the same name, um, we were going to release it tomorrow, like or when you listen to this now on Monday, April 5th. But because of the college basketball national championship, we decided to push it back. And so I think it's just, it's just a weird amalgamation of things and minds and like, just, it's, it seems like a coincidence, 
but in a lot of ways it seems kind of like fate like meant to be like it's just weird how these two ideas came it came to ray and then it came to this other person god knows how long ago and somehow we're on a collision course to fight for viewership on the same day which is just weird i don't know i just think it's really funny and they have some really cool guests like they have some an nba insider chris broussard i'm pretty sure danny green uh nba player for the la lakers or is he still in the la lakers i think so no no no, he's not he's for the philadelphia 76ers now but yeah so danny green nba player for the philadelphia 76ers is on their podcast um he has his own podcast which is pretty good but uh yeah it was just really really weird and I think the funny thing about me is is a lot of people would be kind of turned off, scared, whatever, from things like that. But I've never really felt that way. Even when I came up with this podcast, there's like a weird Christianity parenting type podcast about, like it's literally called The Real Life Podcast, the exact same name as this. But I think for me, the goal is always to just do better than them. And they may be 180 episodes in 200 episodes in they may actually do an episode weekly but I think at the end of the day I always believe that a name can be overcome unless you're trying to compete with a super big brand or Joe Rogan like I just don't think that any podcast lead is too big to overcome um, unless you know you're going after someone with a very big following I just would be really surprised if two you know smaller individuals even if they do have a successful podcast would just completely lap the field um in a lot of cases there's just so many different names so many different options you know like even when we call it the black box it's different from what they called it so it's not really the same even if the name is kind of the same and ours is a show there's the podcast whatever and they may be successful um they may do well i wish i mean i hope they do well it's it's a new endeavor for them it's a new endeavor for us um but it's just for me it's just interesting to think that those two things kind of just came together at the exact same time and so I'm honestly really intrigued to kind of watch to see their progression versus ours because it literally will be at the same time now we're leveraging our own current following on YouTube podcast following so that's very different we're kind of being more methodical from that respect but it just will be cool to kind of see what they do versus what we do and and kind of what worked what didn't work and um some of the things that go into that because i've seen their production and it, frankly it's not as good as mine and so if someone wanted to watch it i'd say you're probably better off watching mine because it's going to look better it's probably going to sound similar um maybe there's a little bit better but you know they have a studio and a team and all this stuff and us is just two guys who like to talk about life um have stories to tell and share with people uh, I think there's just a lot of authenticity there and a lot that people can actually learn and gravitate to, not necessarily just for entertainment purposes. And I think it'll be entertaining because Ree and Ray like to have a lot of fun, but there will be there will be lessons. There will be things that people will want to take away. Uh, just a lot of cool things that I think I'm just really pumped on, it, you know, like there's a lot of things going on in this world that people don't want to talk about. But I don't think there's a whole lot that's going to be off limits on this show. It will be sports centric, but I think with the right circumstance we may not talk about sports at all or talk about sports very little um like there's the Deshaun Watson case that's going on right now where I think he's racked up at least 20 claims of sexual assault against him um uh, we're probably not gonna talk about that for a couple weeks because we kind of want to see what happens um there's no reason to comment on such a <laughs> ever-changing situation it started with I think six or eight cases and you know over the past few weeks it's all the way up to 20 
he's got his issues, man. He does. But I'm going to kind of let the chips fall where fall where they may with Deshaun. And uh, he's going to have to live with his choices. And I'm going to live with mine. And I'm going to choose just to not talk about it. And I think we've agreed that we're not going to talk about that. Uh, not at least for the time being. And uh, maybe when the time comes, we will uh, address that in some respect. But, you know, we want to spread positivity. Um, we'll probably want, want do a whole episode on women in sports. That's one thing I know that we're both really passionate about. And we honestly got into that quite a bit uh, in the first episode as well. Just talking about a few individuals that we think are doing amazing things and um, don't get talked about enough because for in a lot of cases, whatever a woman does is never magnified the same as a man. And so we want to shed light on those individuals as much as we can because they are important. They're equally important and uh, they deserve the same respect that a man in the same same situation, same circumstance does as well. And so, yeah, I think I just wanted to uh, let you guys know, like this is kind of my big thing right now. It's what I've been working on a lot. Otherwise, like I said, it's just been trying to go to the gym. Um, biggest hurdle for me will be figuring out what is going to be next because I haven't been since Thursday, I believe was my last day. And then it was closed as of Friday. And so now I'm kind of like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to do some stuff at home. Um, I've thought about doing some yoga that could be kind of fun and a little bit different since my flexibility is just terrible. Um, It could be a fun way to do something different. I did some yoga, I think last January for a little bit, I think like three weeks. I tried it out and uh, it did help a little bit, but uh, I think I need to get back to that with how much I'm sitting in front of a computer, editing, um, doing small projects like that. I think I need to, you know, really work on, especially opening my hips because I'm not doing as much running. Um, I'm not doing as playing as many sports, not even in the gym. So there's just a lot of things that I'm a little displeased with in terms of my physical health. And I want to kind of work on that, whether that's, you know, doing yoga to help my malleability and my muscles and all these little things. I'm not as concerned with strength, just kind of about staying in relatively decent shape, um, trying to stay focused with what I want to do, um, my goals and all these different things. I'm still, you know, trying to do real estate and trying to um, work with a few small businesses and companies to, you know, help their social presence, whether that's creating videos, uh, social content, kind of whatever they're looking for. Um, again, not the easiest thing to do in a lockdown, but that you got to kind of do what you got to do and make the most of it, right? I'm not trying to break the bank, um, but it would be nice, you know, to get a little bit more consistency. Still, you know, looking for jobs and uh, trying to find something that's a little bit more permanent for me. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to be displeased with where I'm at. I'm uh, in, in an extremely blessed situation, both um, financially and uh, mentally, you know, like I had a few times where I've been a little bit more down than usual. But every time I think that I feel down, the best thing for me is just to acknowledge that, to talk about it, to open up to people about it, and um, to try and be better and try to move forward and and take that next step to get back to where you want to be. Um, For me, I think in a lot of ways, the gym really helped me with that to kind of just get out of whatever funk I was in. Um, And I put a lot of work into that mixed in with this new project. And I think that's kind of what took me away from the podcast and took me away from doing some other things so that that I probably should be doing. Um, Like I need to kind of, like I mention this all the time, but I need to get back to reading more. I want to work on my goal setting. I haven't even made a YouTube video in God knows how long. Stupid me made three one day and I was like, oh, they just put them all out. Who cares? Should have just staggered them so people had something to look forward to. But you know, whatever, that's live and learn, right? I've, 
I've done many things my own way, and I think I'm going to continue to make, do everything my way, uh, for better or worse. I think that's just the kind of person I am, and, and acknowledging that about myself is really important. And wanting to be better, not just for myself, but for others, uh, is, is kind of where I'm at as well. You know, like, I'm really trying my best to be the best version of me, because that's going to get the best version of me for others as well. While I'm not always satisfied where I am, I'm always pushing to be better and make the strides that will get me to where I eventually want to be. And so with that being said, uh, I think I'm just going to close it out here. Just want to give you guys a quick update uh, as to where I'm at. I'm going to try and get another episode maybe this week or next week. Um, just kind of talking about some more stuff, uh, talking about more life stuff, especially because I want to kind of go over some more goal setting that I've done and kind of reflect on that because I don't think I hit even one of my goals that I wanted to do. Um, and I think that most importantly, I want to acknowledge that with everybody who listens, because I do think it's important whether you're successful or not to at least be honest with who you are and, um, and where you're at. And if you need to adjust, adjust. And that's one of the things I want to do. I want to adjust and I want to build upon the, my successes and my failures. Um, whether that's going in a positive direction or I'm going in a negative direction, I always want to try and reassess to steer whatever I'm doing positively um, in a way that's more attainable and achievable for the things that I want to do. And so, again, my name is Jordan Richards. This is the Real Life Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please, please consider subscribing. It would mean very much to me if you did. And uh, as well, check out the Black Box Show. It's going to come out on Tuesday. I don't know if it'll be in the morning or in the evening. Um, but I'll have the link in the description of this podcast. And you can always go subscribe to Destination Devi on YouTube. And you'll be able to find it there as well. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. And I'll see you guys next week. I'm out. Peace. Peace.